0: Hey everybody, welcome in. It's the wrap with Lynn Henning. No, it's with Tom Mazoway and Clarence (laughs) Black with Lynn Henning. We'll have him in just a minute. It seems we have him on all the time, but we love him. Welcome into NRM Streamcast. We are brought to you by Warren RV Storage. 6900 East 14 Mile Road, out in Warren, Michigan, 48092. Phone number, of course, is 586-977-2770. A 1,000 storage sites, 12-foot-wide parking spots, sanitary sewer station on site, fresh water rinse out. They got it all. And, of course, 24-hour security, camera, surveillance, and LED-lit parking area. Gates are operational 24-7. You tell Roger and the gang that Maz and Clarence and even Lynn Henning sent you in. Guess what? You bring anyone there, they give you a referral fee. So tell you folks, don't leave it in the driveway. It looks bad on this street. Put it at Warren RV Storage, and you'll be all set. Welcome into the wrap. Uh, we just had another legend on from the Detroit News back in the day, Mike O'Hara. Now we got the other legend, our usual legend, Lynn Henning joins us uh, down south. What's up, Mr. H.? Just uh, trying to stay legendary, man. You are. <laughs> O'Hara told me the same thing. He's not <laughs> legendary, but you guys are
1: legendary. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That seems to have one criterion: that is, you have white hair. That's, no,
0: then the that's bull. Not at all. Not at all. We love reading you all these years, and we we love uh, reading you today. So, it's all Thank good. You. Hey, I want to chat, and I know uh, by the time people listen to this podcast. Uh, the series might be over, but I don't think it will be. And the World Series, I just want to bring up Game 4 to you from the other night. Yeah. I know Game 5 was a pretty good game. It was pretty damn good. That's it was great. a 4 2 game, and uh, Dodgers won it. But Game 4, I mean, the only thing I could compare it to, and I saw you uh, put something out on Twitter the other day, one of the best games in the last 50 years. And of course, yeah. we, we all agree to that. The only game I could compare it to is 86. Mets and Red Sox game six. Mets force a game uh, a tenth inning. They're down two runs in the tenth inning. Keith Hernandez and uh, is playing cards with. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I forgot who he was with. He was in the dugout. They weren't even a dugout. He took their pants off. They went in the locker room. They thought they had lost this game. NBC put the cameras in the Red Sox locker room. They put all the plastic up to protect the from the champagne. And back come the Mets, and of course, Bill Buckner game is named. And that game the other night, Game Four of this World Series, I, I I'm speechless still.
1: Yeah, I put, man, uh, as I put it number three, uh, that game f- four Saturday night, number three, simply because of the sequence of events. Now, I put two ahead of it. I put Kirk Gibson's homer in '88, which of course, I think with is, the Dodgers still on, on top. Their last and championship, I, I might add.
0: Pardon me? Their last championship, I might add.
1: Yeah. Oh, and sir. and uh I put number two, I put uh, the um uh, <laughs> was it the Rangers? I, no, no, I put the nineteen seventy five game six between the oh, Red yes. Sox
0: Carlton Fisk and uh, Yeah, yes.
1: and, and and not just because of Pudgett's homework, but because of all of the other antics in that game i i put that number two i would uh select what you just did down the buckner uh infamous moment i i'd put that in the top five along with joe carter's home run uh correct that one at all Jay. uh i put those four five five four somewhere in there but uh th- those to me over the last 50 years and it's very key to remember last 50 yep. we're not going back to maseroski or anything like or even, you said, the perfect game by Don Larson. Yeah, we would precede that with, uh, uh, with, with Larson. And then you could even go, uh, as I said, too, you could even go with uh, all the way back to Bill Bevins and Cookie Lava Ghetto in uh, 1947 <laughs> and, and some, some moments like that. But for now, uh, what we saw Saturday night, my man was uh, something pretty, pretty uh, it, awesome, extraordinary, and flabbergasting.
0: It was phenomenal. How how about the the guy that got it? Brandon I I forgot his last name already. Brandon Lowe? Phillips. Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips is like the last guy they put on the oh. team. They put him on the World Series. He wasn't even on the the uh, ALDS, ALCS, NLDS. They wasn't on any of those series. They put him on just for this because he's got a little speed and uh I guess he was just the last guy standing. His par his wife and kids are at the game. And his parents. They leave in the seventh inning and go home because his parents were starting to get a little tired and they didn't want to go through the little traffic that was there in Arlington. They miss their man pulling off this miracle and then he goes and, you know, he gets this hit and oh, it's, it's uncanny. It was just, what an amazing story. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about
1: this crazy season and really it looked like it, it shouldn't be played it wouldn't be played. Then it was played. And then we've had really a pretty awesome postseason tournament here, guys. Uh, I've really been been impressed with the baseball, entertained by it, uh, really inspired by it all the way through. It's been on a tremendously competitive level. We've seen about everything and we've seen just consistently excellent baseball. So I've gone from being one of those guys that thought the playoffs were watered down to now appreciating the idea that 16 teams will be in the playoffs because uh, what we've seen has
0: testified to the uh, integrity of that. And Tampa Bay, the Rays, the team that spends the least amount of money and probably does the most analytics of anyone, and they have a very (laughs) cerebral manager in Kevin Cash and uh, obviously a very good general manager. How does a team like this Put this together. Put this kind of squad together. They are really, they're the cockroaches of the American League. I read that somewhere, and I love it. (laughs) They don't go away. They just continue to play. They can play with the big boys. It doesn't matter. And why do we have to wait so long here in Detroit to put something like this together?
1: That's a fair question. They, uh, of course, began this long ago with Andrew Friedman, and then his descendants have been in place uh, since that time. Now, before that, they were really nothing to hang your hat on, and I, and I also think you have to realize, Maz, that uh, when the Tigers were having their heyday, uh, Tampa Bay was not being held up as any uh, paragon of baseball excellence, and, and we always forget that. We forget when we do the local teams are on top, that uh, the other teams are looking up at Detroit and trying to figure out how can we do that, yeah. and you're not going to do it every year. You're not going to do it for every decade, uh, not generally. Uh, it Sports, as we know, just doesn't permit that. Now, what they have finally beginning to assemble here, I think it's, it's something that's going to be pretty good. And and to get back to your question, the same kind of intellectualism that uh, really has helped craft the race here, I think it's finally taken root in Detroit. And uh, Alvila, uh, I'll credit him in this way. The very first day he took that job, he knew that they had to bring analytics from zero to 60. Well, it's taken five years to get them to 60, and I think pretty much that's their cruising speed right now. Yeah. And I think that's evident now in their drafts and in the fact that their farm is highly regarded. That's how you bolt together a, a contender. We'll see if it, it becomes a heavy contender, but I. Definitely have seen signs again as uh, we continue this conversation uh, that uh, they've got something at least now that's beginning to coalesce
0: Lynn Henning joins us former De- not former detroit news he's he's a Detroit news columnist still he's got a great story out we'll, just a couple we'll of weeks ago
1: time mm-hmm. our work, uh, thanks to the uh, lovely employers uh, deciding that they still want uh, we do the occasion- we love it you know, we were campaign. talking
0: we, we were talking to O'Hara about this they should you guys should put out. Old, classic stories from back in the day. I'd love to yeah. read one one a day or a couple a week or something like that. O'Hara was talking about how Greg Landry, he interviewed him when he was in Vietnam back in 1970. Yeah. The first time he wrote an article, uh, a column for the Detroit News on the Lions was with Greg Landry visiting his troop in in Vietnam, and I'm sure you've got some phenomenals. I know you do. I've I read them over the years, and that would be fun. Yeah, when I retired, quote unquote, uh,
1: a year and a half ago, I, I did that very thing, Maz. I did 4,600 words just on um, incredible moments from 45 years in the business, and uh, it went over very, very, very well. And uh, you're right. People like to hear the stories. When you're at lunch, you're having a drink or whatever the case might be, people love to hear sports writing stories, sports media stories. We they have do. seen things, we've contributed things that few people have, and uh, a lot of those never have made it into print or <laughs> on the airwaves. And so you can uh, get into the nitty-gritty, and uh, it's uh, very, very entertaining.
0: Hey, I want to get back to the World Series. One thing on Game 5 uh, was, was last Sunday night. And the Rays have a man on third, nobody out. Then they get a man on first. So first and third, nobody out. And it's like fifth or sixth inning. And the Dodgers get two outs. And it's looking pretty grim as uh, Kevin Kiermaier steps up uh, against Clayton Kershaw. And, of course, Kershaw has pretty much owned him uh, for his, yeah. basically for his career. I think he did hit a home run off of him uh uh, in, in game one, if I'm not mistaken. But it didn't look good statistically. And that's when Manuel Margot decides to steal home. What was your take on that? I mean, I saw him out of the, out the split screen for a second. <laughs> I'm like, holy crow, he's running. And and Kershaw still has his hands above his head in a in stretch. And I'm like, he's going to make it. And I thought he was safe. Of course, they had the pictures, and he was tagged on his forearm. I thought he was tagged on his helmet which was flying off his head. What, what was your take on that whole sequence? Another unbelievable sequence that it, you don't see a lot. It's great play when it
1: works, and uh, we all know how rarely it's attempted because uh, it's, it's so dangerous. And yet, as you said, Maz, he came within uh, a hair's breadth there of, of really pulling that thing off. And if he had, then we could be obviously talking about a different game again for the yeah. second consecutive night after the Saturday night if, histrionics. Uh, but that is an example of a base runner who saw something reacted and took the chance and uh, I have no uh, second guesses on that uh, we've all seen that it's been tough getting in guys from third base uh, at least for the Rays and uh, I, I didn't uh, have any uh, strong issue against that at all man I thought it was really a, a thoughtful
0: daring yeah. do play it just didn't work. Man, that would have been unbelievable. They win that game. They win that game if he steals home. It'll be, man, on second or third, still, you know, two outs, and, and the game would have been tied. It's just been up and down. It's been, I've been, I'm so tired by the time these games are over. <laughs> I'm exhausted because I'm rooting right. so hard for Tampa Bay. I don't want to see the Dodgers win. I mean, they're loaded. They get mookie bets for basically nothing. I mean, I, th- I just don't want to see this. No, and you know what? it's great! Listen to me. I'm a Yankee fan. I get oh, it. God. We're a rich team. I understand that. We. We. I don't. I don't want to. Ro- yeah, I'm a oh, Yankee fan. We. I don't want to root for the for the rich team. I would root. Obviously, I would root for the Yankees if they were in this game. I don't want to be. Uh, you know, I, like I don't, don't want to man. I I, I don't want to see them win. Hey, but th- I've never seen a lineup
2: like this team has. They're amazing. I mean,
0: this team is. They don't have a weak spot on this team.
2: And Mr. H, looking at this, you go with Snell. Snell was amazing in game two. He he held the he held the Dodgers scoreless through five. Gonsolin, on the other hand, he goes one and a the third. They don't give him a chance. But, I mean, is, is Dave Roberts, I mean, is and I guess that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, they don't give, if, if they don't give their pitchers a chance. Do you take him out? With that kind of understanding, I mean, what what is the psychology of Dave Roberts with the quick hook in Game Two, it's, it's and constant. then run him to run him back in a in a out game?
1: Dave Roberts and the Dodgers are wired to numbers, as we know, yeah. just as Tampa Bay is, and their uh, computer comes out with the idea based on all of the data that uh, it's time to give him a rest. Well, <laughs> one of the we all know, <laughs> are, are not as much a, a guarantee of genius as we uh, <laughs> pretend to think they are. And so there's plenty of room to second guess. Now, Dave Roberts, if the Dodgers don't win this thing, uh, there has been plenty of suspicion that he's gone as manager. How's that for a thank you? Sure. Wow. Uh, and the Dodgers at that point might have another candidate for their job. But, no, he, he's, he's governed by Andrew Friedman and the front office's Constant conveyor belt, uh, data situations, readouts, printouts, everything else. And, sure, some of the stuff he's calling himself, but uh, not as frequently as you would think.
0: Right. What do you think of this game versus the old game, I guess, uh, just a couple of years ago? I mean, personally, I hate it. I think it draws the game out too much. I think, uh, how how does it give a pitcher or, or even a batter, for that instance, any type of you know, good feeling I mean, because, you know, you're out there. You're, you're only you're two outs. It's all I want from you. What do you think of this new game?
1: Yeah, I Maz, mean, it's hard to argue. I, I, I haven't found that the games have dragged. You know, suddenly you look up and you realize it's been three or four hours. But it's not as though I feel any boredom or any real uh, – Uh, indifference to anything um, that you could be watching. I I, I don't get that sense that you can just detach and and not be pretty riveted by what's going on there. But, yeah, it is different, and it does take a lot of time. But it's good theater, and I don't think it's changing because uh, I think the results are uh, pretty empirical, and I I don't think teams are going to move away from that.
0: I know Fox Fox likes it because they get to take a break every minute and a half. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right yeah. and boy did the uh, some teams get some uh, cash infusion uh, yeah. from this uh 60 game season in this these playoffs and uh, i like that for the simple reason it's kept a lot of people employed that might not otherwise
0: correct
2: mr h to maz's point about you know the the rich getting richer cory Seeger leads this team in rbis and then also uh batting average he's going to be a free agent i mean is this uh as you take a look at him, where does he rank? I guess as you as you're looking at you know, and obviously Brandon Lowe on the other side, second baseman for Tampa Bay, another one. Uh, you know, where does Corey Seager rank? How good can he be? I mean, what are we what are we watching from this young man? Yeah, he's really great. Um, I mean,
1: how's that for a, a, a summary statement? <laughs> yeah, great head of hair, too. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't get much farther than that. Um, I, I think ultimately this conversation probably gets back to Detroit. And, again, I don't think the Tigers are going to be reluctant to be writing any checks. Well, yeah, not quite. Um, I I think a year from now they they get to that point uh, where a a guy like Seager might be able to be persuaded that, yes, here is an opportunity with um, uh, a team that's beginning to boil a little bit and I can join this and, and be part of something. They're, they're not at that stage yet, as Matt just said. Well,
2: they can't keep but, everybody, uh, right? I mean, the Dodgers can't keep, they no, can't I mean, keep
1: them all. But there are other rich teams. Nor, nor can anybody. I mean, there's, there are guys, obviously, Springers and Francos and people like that, that the, the Tigers might entice because you don't know what the business year is really going to be like for a lot of clubs, What are they're going to spend But I I don't view it, guys, as free agency. I think, again, you enhance and you augment with free agents, but primarily you have to have a core of talent there that you've raised from your own farm, and they're now getting closer to that point. I was down in Instructional League two weeks ago, and uh, they have uh, the best overall group of bodies I've seen there probably in 40 years. Now, they're not all gonna make it, but they should come away from that with enough nuggets that shake out uh, where they are going to have a, a pretty good uh, team that's gonna be competitive. And with the addition of smart free agents, you can make a case for a team like that loud on the playoffs. It's not gonna happen next year, but I would think in two years, they're gonna be getting to that stage, particularly if you keep a 16-man a tournament going here in the postseason which we just agreed is, is, is pretty cool but uh, they're getting to that point it's just going to take uh, I think another year and I'm with you, Mass, where they can entice a really good player to, to hook on to this team because these guys want to win they're not interested in going through 100 lost seasons or 85 lost seasons they're here to win so by next year they they should be closer to that point right now the concern is manager. And um, I just wrote about that just a couple hours ago. Um, I know A.J. Hinch is is interested in this job. Nice. He's, he's got a lot of intrigue about it. Um, uh, if the if I interviewed correctly and decide he's their man, I think they, they could lend him. And I think that would be the right guy for a lot of reasons, particularly because th- this town needs – a home run right now for its baseball team, and and he would be one. Uh, But um, that's going to shake out the White Sox. uh, Clearly could take Hinch, and and Hinch knows how good they are. Um, He can't talk about anything right now, but I've been doing my homework, Hmm. and uh, I know that uh, there is uh, as much interest on his part as there is on the Tigers' part to talk with him either this week or next week as they it's good move news. closer here to the manager.
0: Good news. And they can't talk to anyone until the World Series is over. Before we let you go, it's Michigan-Michigan State week already, and uh, I can't <laughs> let you go with all your Michigan State <laughs> experience. Have you ever seen anything that bad?
1: No, not since uh, the <laughs> Muddy Waters 40 years ago, when uh, that was as bombed out uh, of a roster as we now see. And it tells you that, Mark D'Antonio in his final years, uh, the reason that a year ago I I thought he needed to really call it a career was because things had just slipped. The recruiting had slipped, there wasn't enough personnel anymore. That's what happens when a guy approaches retirement age. It's just just natural, it's it's no indictment. Well, Mel Tucker now knows how much things had slipped because uh, there wasn't much in the way of uh, really incredible Big Ten talent out there on Saturday. And that's going to be confirmed this Saturday when they play Michigan. And uh, I think Jim Harbaugh, for as much as he's not going to want to run up the score, is not going to avoid it. And maybe he wants to run it up
2: too. (laughs) He's going to
1: have that chance. This thing is going to be gruesome on Saturday. It's going to be gruesome.
0: The spread's 25. It's gone up three points already.
1: Well, it can go up three more touchdowns because that, that's going to be <laughs> – uh, no,
0: I'm, I'm not kidding. It'll be a six or seven touchdown uh, difference wow. at least. How about Michigan? What did they show you on Saturday night? A lot,
1: a lot. You know, there was a the point where this talent was just going to be too much for a, a, another team to withstand, and you saw what uh, Minnesota did against it. Uh, they've, they've got everybody. They've got everything, and they have a nice quarterback now. And uh, that'll take you a long way. Those are all the elements, really pretty much a quarterback, that, that uh, Harbaugh's been lacking. He has. And uh, he's got it now. And uh, he's, he's got uh, so much personnel and such depth that there's no reason to think that uh, this won't be a Michigan-Ohio State uh, grand finale. It's just, just that simple because they're the two best teams in this conference right now. Wisconsin's pretty darn good. They are. And uh, that quarterback of theirs is really, really, really good. They all but, have COVID, uh, unfortunately. I, think, <laughs> I know. I know. And I here really we go. I to yeah. get through this yeah. two-month season or not. Who knows? But um, Michigan-Ohio State, uh, th- th- this is the Michigan that really they've been expecting to have under Harbaugh, and they've got them here uh, in 2020, no question.
0: And it's a shame that we won't see it as the last game of the year, this time around that's just the way it goes and uh we'll take what yep. we can get yep. mr h next we'll, year he'll
2: look good in that jet green though man he's gonna look great when he's coaching the jets next year
0: <laughs> yeah who who's that harbaugh you think huh
2: oh yeah, It'll yeah be okay, GM. Sure. he's a gm okay. and head coach okay. yeah,
0: He'll look great. Good. all right that's
2: good
0: good for him I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mr h stay stay out of trouble we'll we'll be in touch okay man okay clarence good talking to you guys stay, stay yes, near sir. the bat phone We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Mr. Lynn Henning joins us, uh, as always, and uh, good insight. As uh, It's good to hear that the Tigers have a shot at a guy like A.J. Hinch, yeah. and it's good to hear that Michigan might have their final – they have finally got a guy in Joe Milton that could be the real deal. Uh, he looked good. Minnesota supposed to have been good. Michigan handled them pretty well. I'm still not sold, obviously, because I've been abused for the last 10, 12, 14 years as a Michigan fan. You feel
2: like this taints D'Antonio's legacy, the way he left – and left the way does it left taint? That, no, because he, he Does he it taint his the, no. legacy the way he left the cupboard?
0: No, he should have. He should have retired properly. He screwed him. He did. He screwed him hard, man. That he was did. a
2: D'Antonio loss on on Saturday.
0: It was, but he also he, took him to the finals, man. I mean, dude, I mean, you Michigan him, State in the finals.
2: He left. He left that cupboard dry, bro.
0: He did. He, I mean that he, was bad. And how about Mel Tucker, who left a decent Colorado team and a, a yeah. team that was on the way up yep. to come to this dumpster fire right now.
2: Uh he'll get it he'll square it up. It'll take it's gonna take this ain't this didn't help. But well, he knows. I mean he knows what he has, man. I don't well, think I,
0: I don't think Michigan's gonna win by as many points as people think they will. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I always wanted to beat Michigan State more than I wanted to beat Ohio State. I'm one of those kind of guys, so we'll see how that goes thanks to everybody uh, that helps us with the show kelsey and david b behind the class stevie mack helping us put it all together thanks to lynn henning and mike o'hara from the last couple of shows hanging with clarence black and myself tom Mazoway, on the wrap here on nrm streamcast thanks to the good people at warren rv storage tell them maz sent you stay healthy everybody quarantine do what you got to do peace out